Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Good morning to you. <laughs> oh, man. Good morning. Welcome in. Uh, you need to hit Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. Smash some oysters. Fred Smoot's favorite. Maybe some uh, chicken and andouille sausage gumbo. Then lead into a dozen or two dozen or three dozen charbroiled oysters from Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. Pair it with a cold beer. Oh, beer. How about that? Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake, do you like oysters? I do not eat raw oysters, but I do love like char-grilled, char-broiled oysters. Okay. I don't need all the stuff on them. Like just a little bit of, I guess, like butter, butter and garlic. And maybe a little sit lemon yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I love lemon on it. I'll take a char-broiled with just that and then put that on the cracker with the uh, with some cocktail, cocktail and, and horseradish. Yeah. yeah. So and a little hot sauce. So I eat them like they're raw. They get a hell yeah. But I just got to do the charbroiled. Okay. I just can't do texturally the the raw. I can't do it. Yeah. I just felt like Ross Bjork. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, So which what made you feel like Ross Bjork? Uh, when I said let me get a hell yeah. Oh yeah. I don't remember have he a, and that dude in the. You know grave? I don't have a good. I do with the hard hat. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah and the, the dude rest with the hard hat. Yeah no. That guy's belly would make. A softball dad proud. I mean, well, that thing it would was... make John Daly blush. <sighs> so let's just he had a belly, let's cut right to the chase, like a bowl full of jelly from yeah. the Chris Kringle poem. I yeah, mean, that thing was jolly. Uh, no, no question. When you hotty that toddy, that thing got to rumbling. Who's got the belly in the SEC as far as football coaches? I was trying to think. Sam Pittman. I don't know. Sam's a broad-shouldered. But he's still pretty thick. Big, thick, barrel-chested man. Who's thicker than he, him? Leach had the dad belly. That's right. I mean, That's he, right. Was, he right. was dad belly. He wasn't overall big, but his, he had the dad sure. belly going on. I'm I, trying to think of who else would have it. I mean, Saban is rail thin. Right. Hugh so, Freeze. Yeah. Lane's doing yoga. Yoga. He's yeah. in shape. Brian Kelly, Napier, smart. Beamer works out all the time. Heupel? Heupel's got him a... He, he's a got thick. him a nice... Heupel's a little thick. Yeah, he does have him a nice beard, mashed potatoes, belly. That's true. Yeah, Stoops has one, too, a little bit. Yeah, now, but he, he's, like he's also built... Down. You know, I don't think he has, but but we we can look at the spring game. You know who we'll had We'll be a, one of seven people watching the Kentucky spring game. You know who had a a big belly? You know who hold was on, looking hold on. rough? That we just saw recently, but we hadn't seen in a while. Like you and I saw him up. We personally? saw him. Yeah, we saw him pretty close and personal. We had we he he was a good old friend of ours, and then he disappeared for a little while, and then we saw him recently over the holidays. Over the holidays, yeah. we saw this person. Yeah, we saw Brett hop on my wife Bielema. Oh yeah, he looked. Like he's been hibernating in the snow, eating nothing but stew. Stew, and yeah. Bread. He's been going heavy, heavy. Um, what am I trying to say? You Midwest, you, um, not meatloaf, but but what do you put in the crock pot? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the the oh, 
Gosh, I mean, it's like stew. It's like meat, uh, yeah. London broil, that yeah, kind of stuff. Meat, yeah, meat, and that dude yeah. is smashing. So I guess in Champaign, Illinois, he doesn't go outside four months out of the year? No. And You're just hibernating. Yeah, when I, when I went to the bowl game, he looked, Mississippi State, Illinois. <laughs> he looked big. Bielema, he did. He, he, he definitely had a mashed potatoes, thick stew and gravy, what am I trying to say? Yeah, like that's a guy that's been eating cake for meat dessert loaf, for like hamburger meat four straight years. Yeah, yeah every yeah, meal, no doubt. He he was bigger than any of Illinois' offensive linemen. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, that's the I don't I think Pittman or Heupel has to be the biggest SEC or coach. Stoops or I I gotta see Stoops, Stoops is again. bigger than Heupel. Is he? Yeah, I think so. He's just built. Kind of, he's got a little bit of Mack truck and a little bit of gut. I mean, I, I think so. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9. Thank you, Pot Roast. Pot thank roast. you, John, on Gosh. the Ag Up Equipment text line. John, unnamed tes- texter, and Andy. It's Pot Roast. Gosh, I haven't had Good that. Good hell. I haven't had that in What do you put in a crock pot? You put Pot Roast. All right. Uh, the SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue, the official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Thanks for coming in strong on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Yes, Brett Bielema would be an unbelievable brand ambassador for Pot Roast. There is no <laughs> question that guy could get it done. You get an Instagram Account, you know, oh, Brett's pot roast, and That's it is hilarious. led by Bielema and his team. Game on. Hey, where did uh, Kendall say that? Here we go. Kendall said, one Friday, I'll come grill char-grilled oysters uh, in. I love char-grilled, char-grilled oysters. Uh, the ones we're talking about right now are powered by Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar on the Hilton Jackson property, County Line Road, across from Edwin Watts Golf Shop. But... Uh, Kendall, bring it. And what did Stephen say? Yes, I've had Mississippi pot roast in the crock pot. You know who many does a, time. a great pot roast like variation is Mama Nims at Pearl River Resort. Yeah. So don't get it for lunch because you won't have an afternoon. But, <laughs> but for dinner, that thing is, if you're like looking for, you're like, oh man, I forgot my melatonin. I need to go to sleep. Go smash that pot roast Ooh. dish. Ooh, and uh, I'm have, hungry. have a bourbon and you'll just you'll snooze right out. I got to pick up my nine Hyundai. Yeah, you do from the Golden Moon. So I'll, throw I, maybe down. I need to smash some uh, Mama Nims pot roast. Who you putting? Uh, who you putting? All, you're gonna take that nine hundred and let it ride. Okay, obviously, yeah. Because why not? Um, who do I? Who do I like in the Masters? Scared money don't make money. Who you like in the Masters? Who do I? Like? You spread it out, or are you gonna go? You know, Cajon- maybe I should pick like three dudes. Cajones to the walls and go nine Hyundai on one guy. Who do I want to see win? Somebody from the Live Tour, so that everybody gets up in arms. Well, that's all that Brandon Chambly talked about last night on the Golf Channel. Like Bryson DeChambeau out of nowhere. Yes, whose game does not fit the Masters at all. No, but like he just out of nowhere wins the <laughs> wins the Masters. Hey, hey, you're rooting for chaos. You sound like me. Uh, I. I would be great with a live golfer winning it. Just so people 
could freak out it would on be, Sunday. It would be funny. Yeah. It would be very That'd funny. That'd be either Dustin Johnson, who's already got a green jacket, Bryson DeChambeau. Um, well, I guess lefty's in the tournament. I would assume he is. I didn't see him on the cut-ups last I night. Know. I watched a good bit of it. Surely he's there. Or is he gambling in Monaco? Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. The official healthcare provider of the Out of Bounds show. Nick says, that makes sense. You got to make your pot roast in a cast iron skillet, boys. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, Cam Smith's been a hot a Did hot did, uh, did Cam join the Live Tour? I, don't, I can't remember who joined I don't remember if he didn't. ever did or not. There was a lot of I mean, I got into him. it and I read the Phil... I read at least half of the Phil Mickelson book. It was wild and good. I need to go back and, and, and get into it again. Our uh, Masters discussion is brought to you by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Top-of-the-line golf cart dealer committed to serving their customers with exceptional customer service. Highest quality products, including easy go-karts. Unmatched support. Powered by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. The Masters this week, it's going to be awesome. I think the dinner's tonight, Blake Mania. Well, that you made fun of. Wouldn't you love to be invited to one Hell of those? Hell yeah. I mean, I know that Can you imagine that way, the vino but... that they open? Oh my gosh. Just the stories. I would just like to be able to hear because it would be interesting to see whose personalities, you know, do what and how because that's a lot of ego. We talk about football coaches getting together and that type of ego, especially like retired football coaches that don't have to bite their tongue the way yeah, no doubt. working coaches do. No doubt. Uh, you know, you've, you've told the story about being at that dinner down on the beach with like, uh, Fulmer and, and all of them and and, RC Slope. Yeah. And, and how the different personalities, some came out, some were, you know, just, it'd be interesting in the master's dinner where some of those guys are not on the same level by wide margins because you just won one tournament. You know what I mean? Like there's guys that were there and won not just multiple masters, but multiple majors. And then there's guys who's like only win is a masters. Uh, yeah. The dynamics and the, just the different stories and everything. It'd be so interesting to be in there. I agree. And who, who takes over the discussion? You know, who, who is the alpha in the room of alphas? The story. So these are, we're, we're talking about alpha, alpha, alpha. Yeah. And no, then I'm with you. Who's the alpha? Who's who? And, and some guys might be seen as like the, I think Phil from the book, Yes. Is a guy who says whatever he wants, when he wants, and it can be at the wrong time. <laughs> no, I'm just going to the by, wrong person. I, but, I'm just but I going by. I think he talks a lot, right? Like, there's probably some. Tiger strikes me as a guy who, like, while everyone would, would probably huh, be like, that dude's the, an alpha. Like, he, I don't think Tiger holds court the way Phil holds court. I don't court. think you know so I mean? either. I don't, I don't think so. So it'd be interesting to be able to be like near Tiger and see like what he would talk about, you know, what, what would, what would it be? Cause it would be different than being near Phil. Phil's going to be like being at a wild executive well, party. Bra- yeah. Yeah. You know, Phil's, Phil's brash. And I, I, I hope he got his 200 million up front. Um, oh, Freddie couples. That you would know, be. Freddie is, uh, Freddie couples. I interviewed him down at Fallen Oak, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, when you really think about yeah. it, that's that's pretty awesome. He's uh, 
he's not as awesome as people think. How no, about that? I think he's. I think he's very. I think more and more he okay. becomes more obviously a prick. He's not what you think of when you like. I have been able to somehow interview dozens and dozens of golfers. You know, Kuchar, Layman, Kite. You know, Funk, Who's, Daily. Didn't um, you have uh, uh, Angel? I didn't get. I I hung out with him. Okay, I had, dr- I had drinks a- with him at the reception going into the. It was the Champions Tour Fallen Oak Tournament. And uh, I don't think he understood anything I said. Well, you couldn't understand anything he right. said, right? I mean, right? it was That's a very... <laughs> we were laughing, having drinks. I was in awe. And I don't usually do that. Yeah. Even though a lot of people don't even follow that guy. But he's a cigar smoker. I'd read about him in Cigar Aficionado. So funny. And it was cool to be b- beside him, you know? That's pretty funny. And he dressed down as well as you can dress down at a Champions Tour golf event where everybody's wearing brown slacks. And, <laughs> you know, this is before the cool golf sh- shoe. Yeah. The the um, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew thing happened, yeah. like, right after that. And Adidas. And, and just the shirts and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just everything. The shirts. Yeah. Were t- everybody wore shirts too big. And, 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 you know, golf shirts just weren't awesome. He... He comes in with this real baller shirt, jacket, just a dude. Yeah. No, no, I don't think he had on a jacket. He was untucked with a button down, a button down untucked, I'm pretty sure. So, odds to win the 2023 Masters, according to Vegas Insiders, Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy are plus 700. I knew Scheffler would be up there. Rom's plus 900. Jordan Spieth is plus 16. Rom has a cool name. Yeah, John Rom. Yeah. Yeah, John Rom. Jordan Spieth's plus 1600. Very cool. Justin Thomas plus 2000. It's like he'd be an MI6. Yeah. Um, and their lead agent in Europe and the Middle East. You can get Cam Smith at plus 2200, and he is Live Golfer's highest rated golfer in the world. Okay, so TJ just said, and so did several other listeners that keep up with it more than you and I do, that Cam Smith did join live tour after he won the op- I guess he won the open championship yeah. last July I don't remember that it's hard to uh keep track with the live especially when it was like a it was a big pop and then it kind of just yeah it died down be interesting yeah. to see if they can rekindle that thing but yeah cam Smith at plus 2200 I like that okay I mean I think you take the take the nine and let it ride baby our masters discussion brought to you by Edwin Watts golf shop on county line road and and Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Take your golf game to another level, right? Titleist Pro V1s, golf clubs, drivers, putters, all the accessories you need, powered by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road right across from Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. Do you want to get into this recruiting? Oh, I would love to. All right, so Mississippi State, Ole Miss, you know, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And you got to have players. And Blake found an article this morning on where do the SEC teams recruit. And I don't want to surprise you, but uh, (laughs) Mississippi State and Ole Miss are not, well, they are close to polar opposites. And Mississippi State is obviously heavy in state, uh, probably a little too much. And Ole Miss is heavy out of state, probably a little too much. Now, LSU, you can be that heavy in-state. Florida, you can be that heavy in-state. A&M, I see how heavy they are in-state. 
and Georgia. You can be that that heavy in state. Mm-hmm. Here, we have good players, but you have to be very, very careful as to you know your approach and how you're going to do it. You also have to be careful uh, how many states you fly over to bring a kid back in. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, cognizant of, of whether that works or not for you and how many. Uh, Georgia, heavy, heavy, heavy. Except this last class, for example. Uh, now, Matt Luke likes some Mississippi. Lane Kiffin, no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> All right, uh, he, he signed the top two dudes in the state of Mississippi, according to the rankings, last year. Suntree and Perkins, Aiden Williams. Right, and and those look to be unbelievable players. And and they expect Suntree to basically play day one. But that was two of the only three in-state signees of the whole class. Right. Three. Georgia is pretty heavy in-state. And Florida. And Louisiana is pretty heavy. So, Blake, as you look at it, Matt Luke and, like, Jacob Peeler and Derek Nix during that time went in and and really got after, you know, Mississippi. Yeah. And and then it shifted under Lane Train. Yeah, so this, this article from The Athletic goes back to 2018, which is six classes Lane recruited the last three, 23, 22, and 21. The 2020 yeah. class was signed two months after his arrival. Well, actually, probably in his arrival, right? I mean, it was almost while he was, the December signing class would have been while he was getting hired. Yeah, and he then, got hired in 2019. Yeah, but, and, and that December class of 19 into fall of, or into spring of 20 would have been that 20 class. So he, he didn't really form that one. So the three classes prior to his arrival, Ole Miss goes 27% in-state, 55% in-state. Heavy. 35% in-state. Then, the three classes since Lane Kiffin has totally run the program, it's 24% in-state, 22% in-state, 20% in-state. All right, now I get to play on Mississippi State. And this is going to be a combination of Moorhead and Leach. Yep. So, Mississippi State's... Uh, in-state recruiting percentage, 18, 57%. 19, 52%. 20, 67%. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) That's a big number. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that was was handed. Joe signed it and then was fired after the bowl game. Correct. Okay. 21, 39%. 22, 62%, 62%, 23, 64%, 54%. I'm sorry, Blake. Did I say 60? Yeah, 54%. Oh, no, 54%. So that's where we are on, on Mississippi it's a, State. It's, a, it's not only polar opposite, it's like as polar opposite as it gets at this point. So Mississippi State over the last six years. Neither program can pull ahead of the other. But they're doing it in completely different ways. True. Which which proves the point of what we've both said. The successful ground might be somewhere in the middle. That's right. That's the leg up isn't doing it opposite of your opponent. No, it's mimicking the success and fixing the mistakes. Tell our listeners who led in JUCO signings. Yeah, so Mississippi State since uh, 2018, 
sign 20 JUCO signees. That's number one in the SEC. I'd continue to do that. By opposite comparison, Ole Miss has had 30 transfers in the last two cycles under Kiffin compared to just 33 high school and JUCO signees. Again, let me repeat that. In the last two classes, 30 transfers, 33 traditional recruits through high school and junior college. That 30 transfers over the last two cycles is number one in the SEC. They were second only to Auburn this year. They had 12. Auburn had 13. Wow. So there you go. Wow. Now there's talk that Ole Miss is going to shift heavily into high school recruiting this year. Mm. His, His high school recruiting for Kiffin, his high school in JUCO, what he's done so far has been considerably more consistent in the states of Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and Florida for Lane Kiffin. Right. Again, he only signed uh, 15 signees this year in JUCO and high school, three of which were from Mississippi. Okay. So 12 came from other states. Those 12 came from Georgia, Texas, Florida, Alabama. Those were the, those are the heavy ones, heavy lifters. Whereas, again, by comparison, Mississippi State signing... 54% of their 26 signees in state. It's just, again, two different approaches. A little that bit are different. Drastically balance. different. Yeah. yeah. The Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. Any of the Ag Up Equipment dealerships in the state of Mississippi. Our text line 601 885 3776. Want to say good morning. Welcome in, UConn National Champs. Blake said, Blake, did you say they have five national titles? That's right. I didn't realize they had that many. It's amazing. I thought they had four. Yeah, this was number five. And they've won four in the 2000s. That's right. Their fifth one was 99, so, I mean, it's not that. It's right behind So, Calhoun it. won, and then Kevin Ali wins, and then Dan. That's, that's amazing. Also, we've got this amazing recruiting article. Kind of shows you the trend at the approach from Ole Miss and Mississippi State in recruiting, but it also shows what LSU does. Um, Georgia. Alabama. And what will Hugh Freeze do? Ooh, they've Auburn's been struggling. I didn't realize how bad Auburn was at recruiting Alabama. So Saban is more out of state. Um, he's more Georgia, Texas, Florida. And then they'll go around the country. They'll go up in the you know Mid Atlantic region. They'll go out to California and grab. Um, was it Bryce Young? Yeah, yeah, but they take the top players from Alabama. That's, That's what right. he does. He makes sure to take the best players out of the state of Alabama. And Auburn has not. Auburn hasn't been able to sign those guys over the last six years. Oh man! Our out of bounds bracket challenge finished in a tie. And our sports intern was one of the winners. Um, what do we do with that? What do we do with that? How'd that happen? Unbelievable. UConn, the winner. I finished ahead of Blake in the Out of Bounds Bracket Challenge. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our Masters coverage this week is brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road, and Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Good morning. Welcome in. Mike Dettelier, 830 WWL-TV Radio.